Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of A Moment for Mom. I know I took a long break, um, but I actually needed it. You know, the holidays, you know how that is. They um, can take over your life in a good way, in a good way. But, you know, I want to wish everybody a happy new year, happy holidays, um, the beginning of a new decade. So, you know, I'm hoping that everybody has a great um, fresh start and a great upcoming year. Um, this episode is close and dear to me and it's multiples and more. As a mother of twins, I feel it's very important to speak with other moms and myself on our experiences because I feel it's a different experience. I feel that I always say this to people and I always say it's like we're in a different dimension and only mothers of multiples understand what it is like. And um, so, you know, I'm very excited to have this episode and just dive into it and speak to um, two special guests that also have multiples and so that we can share our different experiences and different things that we go through with one another. And sometimes it could be different, but it's also similar. So um, give me a second while I, um, while I add them to our convo. Okay, well, ladies... Vivian, this is Iris. Iris, this is Vivian. Hi, Vivian. Hi. Two of my really good friends. Um, Iris has twins. She has twin boys. Um, they're seven. And Vivian has twins, but she has a boy and a girl that are, how old are they? Six? Five. 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 Yep. <laughs> so we're all mothers of twins. Yes. I wanted to actually have somebody that has triplets, but they're not able to join us so you know somebody with triplets yeah <laughs> lord bless their soul <laughs> yes so i basically start by asking you guys a question and you know we just bounce off each other um our different experiences and things like that so right. first question is do multiples run in your family, Vivian? There is multiples in my family, but that's not how I got them. <laughs> there, there's multiples in your family, but that's not how you... Right, but no. I We went through treatment. Okay. So you had in vitro? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Iris? Uh, my sister actually has uh, twins, a boy and a girl. They're 15. So they run in your family. Mm-hmm. Twins do not run in my family. They, David has like twin cousins, but they're like in their 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. So it definitely does not run in my family. Um, it, this was sent by God. A blessing in disguise. Big man had a plan. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> did. Um, when you got pregnant, 
were you aware? Obviously, this doesn't apply to you, Vivian, because you had in vitro. Right. So, Iris, right. when you got pregnant, were you aware of the possibility of having multiples? I had no idea it was even a possibility. Um, when when they told us that we were having twins, uh, John and I, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Because surprisingly, I always wanted twins. Like it, it, it was a thought in the back of my head, you know, a boy and a girl, and then I would be done. Mm-hmm. But when it happened, it was, uh, it was like a shock. Like I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and then, you know, first time mom, I had just graduated nursing school. It was, it was uh, a lot of different thoughts running through my head. Well, so my next question was, how did you find out you were having tr- twins, and what was your reaction? So, uh, let me see. At the time, I used to work in an emergency room. I was one of the patient care technicians. And one of my friends at the time kept telling me that she had a dream with someone being pregnant. I had been with John for 10 years then, so I didn't think that, you know, that could be me. Um, so she kept asking everyone around us, telling them to go uh, uh, check, go check, everyone go check. But she wouldn't ask me. And then at the end, when she ran out of people to ask, she told me, Iris, why don't you go check? I went to the little machine and I, I checked it once and I thought it was a mistake. And then I checked it three more times and <laughs> that's how I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> Um, Vivian. So funny. yeah so see with me as you know we went through treatment I put two embryos just to increase the possibilities because they were pregnancy number four for mm-hmm. me so we did two embryos but the possibility of one sticking or non-sticking or one splitting into two was enormous so whatever I went, we went through the whole, the whole process. And then I remember because with my other three pregnancies, like I knew within a week or so that I was pregnant. Cause I started feeling like crap and it was like, okay, this didn't work because I felt absolutely normal, but I was like super sensitive. And I remember crying, this thing didn't work, blah, blah, blah. So then I had to go for my, you have to go back after a certain period of time to do the test. And I remember going and I remember telling the girl that was drawing the blood and then the nurse, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm here for because obviously this didn't even work. I feel perfectly fine. I'm fine. And then I start crying and I'm like, I'm just going to go home now. I'm fine. So whatever. I went to work. Um, I was still back in Massachusetts then. And I remember going to work and then I get the call. I usually, like, I was so anxious about this that I remember, like, I used to be, the calls came between 10.30 and 11. So I was, like, watching my phone like a hawk. And I remember they called me, they're like, oh, you're pregnant. And I was like, no, sir, you're lying. No way, blah, blah, blah. So whatever, then I had to do, um, after a certain period, I think it was after four weeks, then I had to go to do the ultrasound. Mm -hmm. I remember being so nervous because ultrasounds were never good for me at all. Like I, my, the longest I went was nine weeks and like, it was always not a good outcome. So I remember going to that ultrasound, like super nervous. 
And then I remember the ultrasound tech and I became like really super cool friends um, after she had to deliver bad news to me three times. And she's like, Viv. And I'm like, what? She starts crying. And I'm like, shut up. Like, I want to cry right now because I remember. And she's like, they're both there. They're both there and they're both good. And I was like, oh, my God, I was a hot mess. Shit, I'm still a mess now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it's great. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. so when you found out that you were having twins... What was your reaction, Iris? I know you said a little bit with you and John, but like, how, what was your <laughs> initial reaction? <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I was, I was nervous. I was scared. I don't remember being too happy, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was just a. Uh, so many different emotions, and emotions all at the same time, all at once. Right. It, it was just overwhelming. Uh, you know, like I said, I had just graduated nursing school, so I had all that stress um, still fresh in my mind. So now I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna start working now with two little babies. First mom, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. It was just too too many emotions. I don't want to sound like a bad mom saying that happiness wasn't really one of them. It doesn't make you a bad mom. It's a reality. I mean... It's overwhelming. It's, it's very, overwhelming. very overwhelming. <laughs> I remember for me, I, I, I wasn't shocked. I feel like I wasn't shocked about the news of being pregnant with twins for like two months and it wasn't like a good shock it was like I was freaking scared out of my mind because I'm like how the hell am I gonna take care of twins how am I gonna do this like you start asking yourself a million questions like oh my god what am I gonna do you know like it's not something yeah. that you're like okay twins no brainer it's one child <laughs> That's right, no right. <laughs> you know so and you know what's funny I was always, I've always had an obsession since little with like Me twins. Too. Like I had a, a fr I had best friend twin girls when I was in New York, like second grade. Then um, there was some boys in school when I was in like seventh, eighth grade back home. <laughs> My first kiss was from a twin. It's hilarious. Like. I had a thing with twins and I don't know what it was. Like one of my in-laws, she always used to joke around, don't worry, God's just going to give you twins. She, he's going to give you twins. And the moment I found out there were twins, I was like, oh my God, you were right. Yep. yep. <laughs> with me, I, I remember I always used to tell um, David, I want to have, I would love to have, I always wanted to have three kids, but I never wanted to have three pregnancies. I'm like, I would love to have three, but I'm not going to get pregnant three times. And I think I said that enough. Okay. God. <laughs> You're like, Toma. Here you go. Toma. Tu lo pediste. Exactly. Um, how, how did you tell dad? What was his reaction? Ooh. Which one? <laughs> um, John was with you, right, Iris? 
Um, okay, so my my case was was a little different. So like I said, I used to work in the emergency room, giving me access to all the charts. So even before they, they confirmed with the ultrasound, when we went to the appointment, I kind of had an idea that it was going to be twins just because my hormones doubled in a day. And I oh knew God. it was something that was not normal, but I still wasn't <laughs> sure. I still didn't know what was going on. Um, and then I, I think I text him from work the day that, that I took the test and he, he was just quiet. He, he, he thought I was joking. Everybody thought I was joking. You thought I was joking. Yeah. I was like, she's dead lying. How, what, what did, how was his reaction? He, he was actually at church that day, so he couldn't really talk when I texted him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day we went into the ultrasound, he was just looking at me and just smiling like he, could, he couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. Because while the doctor was doing the ultrasound, he, he didn't tell us right away that there was two, two, uh, pre- two embryos. And he just kept looking weird. And like something was was wrong, so we were scared at first. <laughs> and then he he said, "Okay," um, and we were like, "Is everything okay?" You know. It, um, sorry, it's one of the twins. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, my God, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. The doctor was about to tell you guys. Oh, you right. Guys were so asking then, him. So then he he. He was like, you, you guys are having twins. And we're like, are you sure? Obviously, he's sure because he has the ultrasound right in front of him. And then we just stared at each other for the whole time that he was doing the ultrasound. Oh, my God. And that was that. What What about you, Vivian? How was that well, reaction? Well, well, for the first one, like I said, when I, I went to the first one by myself because we were scared. And he went... Like the one time that he had gone, which was when we went at six weeks and they gave us the not so good, um, the not so good news. He was kind of like traumatized by it. So he didn't want to go. He was scared. So then when we finally found out, he was just like, he froze, quite frankly, and he didn't know. Like, And then I remember when I called him to tell him I was pregnant, it was more like a quiet, like, like, he just didn't know how to absorb it at all. It, it, quite frankly, he, he's not a man of many words. And at this moment, it was definitely one of those moments that he had no, he could, he, I, I think he was just in shock. He couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I was the same thing with David. David was like, what do you mean we're having twins? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're having twins, buddy. That, that, I, I feel like everybody's initial, unless you know, like, that you can you have that the possibility is there i feel like even even still like that i feel like you're still in shock it's still a shocking shocking moment yeah it is it is um what were some of the things you felt after knowing you would be having multiples i think we already said that scared overwhelmed Right, scared and overwhelmed for sure. Obviously joyful mm-hmm. because after trying so hard for so long, 
but scared was definitely my whole my my feeling throughout the whole thing. Me too. Like scared, scared. So the moment they came out, I was scared. I was scared and I was overwhelmed and I was worried. For me, it was yeah. more like I was worried all the time. Right, right. I will agree with you because I I I look back at it now and I feel not only throughout my whole pregnancy, but like the first year was a blur because I was just so nervous, so overwhelmed that I feel like I didn't enjoy it the way I probably would have wanted to after trying so hard. Mm-hmm. I think that um for me, I was I was always worried because I'm there's always something that you're worrying about, like who's gonna watch my kids? What am I gonna right. how am I gonna take care of these kids? Am I gonna do a good job? You know, like you're you're right. filling your mind with all these questions that question. you're mm-hmm. only gonna answer as as they come, you know, realistically speaking. Right. What was it like carrying multiples? Like your pregnancy. I will tell you, if it wasn't because I was so enormous, I had the best pregnancy. Obviously, towards the end, I was enormous and I was tired and my feet were huge and nothing fit and <laughs> I couldn't sleep and I was anxious. And But honestly, it was, I had no morning sickness. I had nothing. I had the perfect pregnancy with these two. Perfect. Wow. And that's what led me to be scared because like I said, with the other three, I had morning sickness like whatever like the only thing i will say is just like certain things like i couldn't stand the smell of bacon which was a problem because i love me some bacon Mm -hmm. but i didn't then i didn't like uh i couldn't eat tuna which i do but i still can't till this day because of them like it was perfect i had a perfect pregnancy iris mine was good i i only gained 20 pounds so that that wasn't bad but um it took wow. me out of work when I was five months. Um, so I was home most of the time and shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Iris was tiny. She was she yeah. had a small belly. Lucky. Yeah. She was definitely she definitely yeah. had a small she didn't look like she was having twins for sure. Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also wow. um I, I feel like that weight that you gain at the end, I, I didn't have the chance to gain it because um my little one was running the chance of uh not making it so i had to have like an emergency c-section at 33 weeks so i feel like that also didn't Mm -hmm. well help me a little bit to not gain so much weight that was a blade of double sword it was a blessing and then obviously not so much for the baby well yeah I I um yeah. I also they also put me on bed rest at five at five months. Oh mm-hmm. really? Oh, wow. Because you know once you pass a certain age, you're like at risk, mm-hmm. and yes. then you're you're high risk as it is because you're having twins, and then you're high risk twins. because of your age. Right. And then I think you 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 also had placenta previa like me, right, Niners? No, I ha- I didn't have placenta previa. Wait a minute. At that point, you did. Remember when the pregnancy that I had placenta previa and then it switched, so it could have been. It probably was at that point too. But but the reason they put me on bed rest was because I was having ex- excruciating back pain, like to the point that I couldn't really, 
couldn't really walk for long periods of time without that. You know, they have that band that helps hold your belly up. Yeah. Oh my god. That was like That's my that was band. like my life support. To be I honest, wish I would have gotten one. I, that used to help me a lot. But regardless, like my belly wasn't that big. I, anybody mm-hmm. that would see me thought that I was not having twins. Mm-hmm. And then I gave birth at 28 weeks, so it's not like I feel like they, I didn't really have the chance for them to for me to gain right a significant yeah, amount of weight. Yeah, I wasn't that lucky. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but that's that's good because your children were not in the NICU. You know what I'm saying? No, so, they, were. they were not. That's no. We came home after five days after my C-section. Yeah, no. Wow. Yep, that was not my case. Yep. And we went at thirty seven. Wow. Yeah, but thirty seven is is that's full term. That's way that's it's more than full term yeah. for twins. Right. I was at thirty five. I was like, can we take these people out? I'm ready. I can't <laughs> sleep. I'm angry. I'm done. Take these people out of me. And no, yeah, I put on fifty pounds. Wow. And yeah, I put on fifty. But then again, my kids were full blown like single birth size. Wow. Like my son was. 610. Wow. And my daughter was 64. Wow. So I had a whole 13 oh pounds of baby inside. Yeah, I was huge. My mom used to say, Tu pareces un elefante. Yo pensaba que tu te iba a caer de boca. And I'm like, Really, mom? Like, seriously. But like, my feet were so swollen. Like, I'm unusual size eight, eight and a half in women's. And I was wearing a man's extra large slipper to work. And it would leave creases on my feet because it was so bad. Because you were swollen, yeah. Because I was so swollen. Like, there's a picture of me right before I went into the to get like my surgery and I pulled my my gown back and I swear to you it like grew overnight like before they were coming out. It was ridiculous. But, I mean that's, you know, that's thank God, yeah. But at least they were healthy. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. thank God. Yes, they were. Very much so. Because, As a matter yeah. of fact, Nyris knows. Nyris is my son. My son, they're five. They just turned five in October. My son looks like he's eight. Yeah, they're huge. God <laughs> bless them. <laughs> They're very big, Amen. which is yes. good, you know, it's good. But like for me and, and even for Iris, like we had to spend time in the NICU. It's not like we we, we right. went home with our kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that right. sucks. And then they're born tiny. So you're tiny. scared because you're like, oh, my God, are they going to make so it? Fragile. So fragile. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it, your twins were both two pounds, Iris? So one was two pounds eight ounces, and the other one was three pounds eleven ounces. My my kids when they were born, uh, the one that was three pounds eleven ounces, he was in the he wasn't even in the NICU because they didn't need like help breathing. They just needed to gain some weight. Thank God. Uh, so he was there for a week, and then the little one was two pounds eight ounces. He was there for two weeks because he needed to get up to four pounds before they let him go. Yep, my twins were two pounds seven, two pounds eleven, and they were in the NICU for two months with the breathing tubes, with the the feeding tubes. So it was it was tough. Yep, through the nose. I couldn't even breastfeed them until after the two until after the two months. That was another thing too. I wasn't able to breastfeed just because. It, it became so hard, you know, like not being with them. And then I had to pump. It it, it just, it was too much. It, it, you know, it was too much work to have to run back and forth to the hospital. And then 
to to pump. I I, I just I couldn't do it. I tried. It was yeah, hard. It's hard. Yeah, breastfeeding was not my favorite. I tried. My daughter. Hi, <laughs> nervous, and you know my daughter. <laughs> she literally gagged when I put my nipple in her mouth. Yes, there's kids. <laughs> Listen, and then my son latched like he was like, "Oh yeah," but I was like, I was like, I couldn't do it. Just because I I hated the feeling of like the engorged feeling, them being so hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I couldn't do it. I honestly and it was too much work. I'm like right. like I was first and foremost when I was in the hospital, the nurse, the breastfeeding nurse totally discouraged me, the one that was on duty that night, to the point that I like I remember crying because I felt like I was gonna be a horrible mom for not being able to breastfeed my children. And then the night before I left the hospital, like another nurse was on, on, on duty and she came and she showed me and I tried, I pumped, but I was like, I couldn't stand the feeling of like the heart. I literally called them cement in bags because I couldn't, I, I just couldn't do it. And that's okay. I, I exactly. feel like, I feel like, um, women are, are, are criticized Judged and, and criticized. So much yes. for not being able to breastfeed. Like, yes, the antibodies are are great for the babies, and and yes, I agree with all that. But people don't understand the the frustrations and the pain and and everything else on top of you having to accept your new body, your new life, your new sleeping pattern. You know, <laughs> sleeping. What's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like it's it's so much and on, on the woman it's it's too much i feel like people much. people's experience different and i mean i'm i necessarily never feel like a mother is a bad mother because she can't breastfeed like who who gave that title as judging you like that's ridiculous that doesn't to me personally i don't think that because you couldn't and I let's say I did. I'm a better mom than you. That's oh, no. You, but, yeah. you know, what I mean? experience is different. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't personally breastfeed as much as I wanted to because my children were in the NICU. You mm-hmm. know, I used right. to pump and I used to give the milk as much as I could. But once right. my milk started drying out, like, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? There's just so much you can do. And at the end of right. the day, if you're not consistently pumping every two hours or whatever it is your milk is gonna start reducing Mm -hmm. you know and if you have a life if you have a job if you have other children like I did it's hard to keep up with that it's not that you don't want to it's just you know you can't you can't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I'm sorry I think uh with the whole with the whole breastfeeding um thing I I think um women have mis misunderstood i guess the whole concept of breastfeeding you know like i i work in the hospital and i see these moms breastfeeding till the kid is like two you know mouthful of teeth three years old and i'm like you know that milk yes it's fine to do it but at at two years old that's really not doing much for the for the child Mm -hmm. you know so it's like putting yourself through again more pain because now the child has unnecessarily pain, but it's unnecessary you right know? but again everybody has their their choices and right 
everybody chooses to do things. you know yeah. things very different what was your first month like with this case twins at home uh, uh vivian god i was lucky because my mom came from the r like my mom came when i was seven months pregnant and she didn't leave till they were four months wow. old so i was blessed i'm still blessed because she comes all the time she's my savior every time i need something with the kids even though she's in dr so i will say it was overwhelming i remember nights because my son was colicky so my daughter would kind of sort of go to sleep but my son was colicky and i remember staying up two o'clock in the morning and then I remember crying and sitting in the living room and having to go to the living room because their dad had to go to work in the next day and he had to get some sleep. It it was hectic. It was very hectic. You can't imagine. Very overwhelming. Yes. And I, I was so emotional. I was so hormonal. I remember crying. Why don't you just go to sleep? And the, you know, it's really funny because now that little boy goes to sleep and there's no waking him up until le da la gana. While Miss Thang has a horrible sleeping pattern, I still don't sleep nights because she still wakes up. Oh, my God. And they're five. Yes, she wakes up still at night. When I was pregnant, she would get hiccups like at 2.30 in the morning. And now I swear to you, that's around the time that she comes. Either she crawls in my bed or she, I don't know if she has those night terrors. I don't know. But she still gets up at least twice a night. And sometimes I wake up in their bed and I don't even know how I got there because it's just, I just go there because I know that she cried and I walk over. What about you, Iris? Uh, the first month, let me see. I think it's kind of like a blur. Let me think. <laughs> because you can remember that far back. The, 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 no, these are some thoughts that I put, that I hid in the back of my mind. Because you don't want to remember the first month. It's tough because it's a tough <laughs> transition. It's, it's a tough. Yeah, so, oof. It was. It was. Uh, it was extremely tough for me. Um, I was used to coming and going as I pleased. You know, I had my kids at thirty-one, so I had been through a lot, done a lot. Uh, when I had them so to have these two little people depending on me for everything and anything that they needed was hard um, I, they used to wake up because of the, the eating pattern that they had at the hospital they used to wake up every two hours instead of three so that was that was uh, that was painful um, because John had to wake up to work in the morning, so I really didn't like to wake him up or bother him. So I had to kind of take care of everything. Um, mm -hmm. I used to use the the Dr. Brown uh, baby bottles that come apart and have like a million pieces. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't do those. I, I had to just because oh my, my they were all so colicky, I guess, with the, you know, not being born full term their stomach wasn't still developed I guess so the 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 one that was born two pounds eight ounces he had extreme like reflux he used to throw up everything he used to eat it was just okay it's come it's coming back to me 
<laughs> As she's talking about yeah. it, it's all coming back. <laughs> so I, I remember that I, I remember one night specifically, which I will never forget. I was so, so tired. I again those are the bottles that you have to put like a million pieces mm-hmm. together. Because they have the like the little straw thing, right? Right. The blue. Exactly. So yeah, I, I didn't do forgot to put the little thing which is what covers the bottle so that the milk doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. I forgot to put the piece in and just put the the the, the little nipple on it. I just mean when I went to feed him, all the milk went in, in his face. Oh that was God. so scary and 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 just the exhaustion was real. Oh my God! You know, like I could have <laughs> I could have killed my son really because I was so tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom used to help. She did, you know. Um, but you know how Dominican moms are. You're not allowed to, to feel anything. She used to go help, but her help was more of uh, cleaning, but I still had to be there with her. You know, it's not like I could go take a nap while she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, I had to go back to work within six weeks. That was horrendous because I had to be at work at seven in the morning. I I had I worked like an hour away, so I had to be up extremely early, not sleeping, you know, then come back, have to take care of the kid by myself because John was working. It it was just eventful. It was very eventful for me, which nonstop. Yeah, which in turn, <laughs> um in turn turned me into um, I don't want to say an ugly person, but just like a very bitter person, just a very outspoken, not caring what I said, not caring about people's feelings. Um, uh, and, and it was it was it was pretty bad now that I think about it. And actually, Nyris was the one that made me realize like, hey, that was my way of showing that I was depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I didn't cry. I never cried because I don't remember like crying and saying, oh my God, this is so much. But my way was just like anger. Snapping. Yeah, yep. snapping at anything. Frustrating. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until Nyris had her twins and 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 she put up that that um she put up an article that she wrote of the things that she went through. And then I said, you know what? So I think I think what I had was depression and I didn't know. And obviously there's people that just don't understand or don't have the capacity to deal with it and and it's it was totally fine, you know. But um yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough. It's a very you're talking and it's like it brings me back to I mean obviously I was I was there cuz we've been friends for so long and I remember I remember you being that way. And I remember me telling myself, like, I don't know how this girl, because obviously Iris is a nurse. So her working the hours that she was working to come back home with her twins and, you know, your, your man and everything else that, you know, us women have to deal with. And I remember that they, when you had the twins, I remember you had, your hair had fallen out. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I wasn't at that time, I wasn't working. So I would go visit you and stuff like that. Right. I would spend time with you. 
and it was it was it was hard for me to see you like that because I'm like you know this is obviously this is not the person that I that I know but I I only imagined like yo this is crazy everything she's going through and then once I had my twins it made sense it just made sense (laughs) but I also told her like hey listen you know I'm sorry if if I ever made you feel like I wasn't sensitive towards you. Because, you know, as humans, when you can't relate to something, you're quick mm-hmm. to kind of pass judgment. You right. know what I'm saying? And I was able to put myself even more in her shoes because I was in the shoes. Right. You know? Like, for me, my first month was, once they came home, it was... I don't even know what to say. Like my mom works and my mom, either, even if my mom didn't work, my mom is very, like Iris says, Dominican, like not all, but a lot of Dominican moms, at least mine, she's very, like, mom has to raise us basically on her own. You know, she didn't have any help. So she feels like I didn't have help. You know, you have to figure it out. I'm going to help you, but I'm not going to do it for you. You know what I'm saying? So my worked in Massachusetts. I lived in Jersey. She she was only able to come be with me for like two weeks or 10 days. And then my dad came and he was there for like a month, I think. And, you know, there's just so much that my dad can do because my dad is my dad is disabled to a certain extent, you know. So he helps me with like the cleaning and picking up the kitchen and cooking for me. Well, I did everything by myself, 100%, especially because David works. He's a barber and has home late. So everything was on me that whole month. And then they came home with this little machine attached to their, it's basically like an apnea machine. Right, to help with the breathing. <sighs> like a pulse oximeter, so it kind of read... Um their oxygen and then it would sound if oh it was God. Too and the doctor was like are you sure you want to take this home and i'm like yes because i was in, yeah, in the hospital for them to be right yeah, anything for them to be safe he's like listen you're not gonna sleep because this machine is gonna go off that's exactly what happened that machine would beep as soon as they'll close their eyes and like they'll, they'll fall into like deep sleep you know, because it, it would think they're in apnea, but they're just basically deep sleeping. It will beep. And, like, imagine you're sleeping, and this machine is so <laughs> loud. Okay, like no. a fire truck freaking loud like that. Like the most, like the, the two minutes that you could. Oh, my God. Sleep. Yo, and we jump from that bed and, like, check. And you're, like, you're, you can't go back mm-hmm. to sleep. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was a mess. <laughs> that first month oh, man. I remember after like t- after like a week or I think two David and I took that machine off I was like unplug that put it away I don't want to hear it I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that machine so uh, damn, what's the next question what routine do you find worked for you when caring for your twins like something that you started from the beginning that you still do now or maybe that you started that worked for you? So with Jean and Jess, um, what I used to do since they were little, 
um, which I don't do now because I, I feel like they're a little too big, but I, I used to put music. Yes, I still do it. You do? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yes. I did it till they were like five. music. Then they were yes. like, mommy, I don't like that music. It scares me. So I kind of had to turn it off. But that, that was one. Then I always, before they went to bed, not one day has passed that I don't give them a bath. This relaxes them to a point where I'm like, wow, yes. this is magical. Yep. Yeah. I swear <laughs> it is magic. Yeah. It is magic. See, to, and I agree because I still and well now mine are five, but it's funny because as, as you know I have boy girl. My my boy is more tech savvy, and he will even if we're in the car going for a ride and he wants to take a nap, like he knows how to talk to the mic on YouTube, and he's like baby sleeping music. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. He does it. <laughs> so it's just like they got so used to it, like automatically they hear that. And they relax. Yeah. Um. Definitely the baths. We take baths before. Mm-hmm. I, I minor five. There's certain things that I probably should be unplugging them from at this point by now, but I still haven't managed like to what? like. Like mine still drink milk before they go to bed. Uh, mine did until they were five. Then they they'll stop it on their own. And then I still haven't been able to potty train them at night it's horrible oh yeah i had that same problem but just with one of them with well my son is a little better but actually both my daughter's just plain old lazy she won't get up yeah like my son will make him go before he goes to bed and i'm like all right puppy go go to the bathroom he'll go um but i think obviously what doesn't help is the fact that they're still drinking like it's not a bottle. It's in a cup. Yeah. But they still drink milk at night before they go to bed. That's and up. on top of that, I've set myself up for failure. And Nyris knows because I was just like, I'm part of the reason why we did this so late. Because I lay with them every night and I read them a story. And then I stay there until they fall asleep. So it's just like they're so used to having me in there with them that it's still to this day they I still put them to sleep so I used to, so mine um what they're used to is being in my bed because when I used to work overnight I I felt so bad not being there to put them to sleep that I would have them in my bed until they fell asleep and then I had to carry them to their bed yes now it has gotten a little harder because they're 60 pounds but they they still do it but listen, I feel like, like yes, we have to teach them certain things by certain ages. But I feel like everyone just has to do whatever works for them. Yep. You know, our our lives are are hard hard enough. Yes. You know, there there's there's kids that are easier than other. There's people that have easier lives than others, and yeah, and, and better ways of of teaching of of following rules you know but for some people it's it's extremely hard i literally just sold myself yesterday well they won't be going to college and diapers eventually will get out of it yeah no i think i think my little one i think he was five and it was only one of them but he he stopped it on his own like i didn't have to do anything you know i didn't my boy's getting ready because he's like i'm big boy i don't need bumper to go to bed yeah that's what we'll get up and go yep that's what he doesn't want to Mm -hmm. that's what mine did and then he just he just even honestly even with the potty training i didn't want to stress them out 
you know, like there's people that they have to be potty trained at like five months. I'm like, listen, it, it's going to happen whenever you feel ready. It's going to happen. And Tell me about it. it. That's what I'm going through now. Yeah, no, but you know what? Well, Naira's minor five, so you're okay. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not stressed out about it. It's just everybody else that tells you. Yeah. You understand? Like, right. listen, my twins. Yes. My twins were born early, and even if they were not born early, they're gonna go whenever they're gonna go. I'm not gonna stress right. it. I'm gonna keep buying diapers until I don't need them, and that's it. Like, a, right, right. Actually, you know what's right. funny that just. I, Anaris, I think I gave you that last box that I bought. Yeah. Right? You did. Which was what, like a year ago? Uh, Before I left, so two years. So t- two years ago, he was five, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's when right. he himself was like, you know what, mommy, I'm a big boy. I don't. And then his brother starts making right. fun of him, which has, doesn't help. So at right. five. See, Anaris. Because you know. The you know my twins have twin friends that are the same age because they're a day apart. Mm-hmm. Beatrice's girls, mm-hmm. they don't wear diapers at night at all, and she's one of those. Oh, you well, you gotta get them out of it. And I'm like, well, it, it's not that easy for me. Right. It, it it hasn't been that easy. Like I just can't. But I've like, tried. what is it that you do? Like, I, I, there's nothing you, you can know, do. Like, what can you do? About what do you do to stop them peeing? Right, maybe you like could, we've maybe you we could tried. try try like instead of giving him, giving them the milk maybe you know uh, uh, an hour before or, or thirty minutes try an hour and a half and maybe that you see the thing is that with my schedule like okay this is my thing my schedule is constantly go 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 like I finish work four thirty I walk my dog, I go pick them up, I come home, we do homework, I feed them. It's bath time by that time it's already seven thirty by that like time me. it's already seven thirty <laughs> then seven thirty then we get ready, then I go take a shower, then I go give them the milk while I take a shower, then it's time to go lay down with them, so it's just like what time am I gonna give them milk when they come home because it's just nonstop and That's oh true. wait, I forgot that at seven thirty I go walk the dog again. So it's just like, it's nonstop. And it's just like, when? When am I going to figure out the right timing to give them the milk when they're already <laughs> used to getting it? Like, I, what time? I gotta sell when I get out of No, work, at 3. At 3. 3.30. At three, right. I'm going to go to the school and I'm going to bring it to them at 3 o'clock. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't like know. Iris was saying, whatever works for you works for you whatever works for iris works for iris whatever works for me works for me don't get me wrong there's a lot of things that i've taken from iris and john because they're the one couple that i know that has twins twin boys you know and we family you know what i'm saying so anything that they'll tell me i i try it and if it doesn't work you know what can you do like what at least you tried. <laughs> Listen, my twins have been sleeping on their bed on their own since I'm gonna say maybe like before they turned a year, right? You're lucky. But well, wait a minute. But wait, together. wait. You guys don't have a child before I do. I had a child right. before. So right. with Elijah, I did all of that. I used to lay yeah, down in did. bed with him. I sl- mm-hmm. he slept in my bed. All this, you understand? Like I did all of that. So right. you had the experience. so with the twins. I'm like, listen, mind you, this is me. Even even 
after like me going through postpartum depression, I'm like, I need to find a balance that's going to give me sanity before I go crazy because I can't, I can't function at a hundred percent with everything. So I have to figure out what's going to work best for me. For me, what works best is putting my kids in bed and just giving myself at least an hour for myself. Even if it's sitting in my closet, sitting in my bathroom, taking a shower, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So that was important for me to do. Right now at this point, when I moved to Florida, I used to put a gate in my kids' room oh my and for them to go to sleep. And was I was that the one that gave you that idea? I don't know if it was you. I think it was me because that's what I had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get that from you guys. And yeah, remember? I felt I felt guilty when I did the fatherhood um, podcast that I interviewed David. He mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And I remember I told him, I, I really didn't want you to talk about that because I feel like people judge you on what, you know, the things yeah. that you do, whatever. So I have to put a gate so my kids can stay in bed because otherwise. Maybe I should try that with Ariana. Jola, I used to put a gate, but guess what? My twins are so smart. Vivian, they learned to climb the one gate. David, that would be Ariana. Wait, David, Ariana yeah, but your twins are five. Right, my twins are—they just turned three. They were doing this since they turned right. two. David bought another right. gate. Wait a minute, David bought another gate and put it on top of the other gate. These are these <laughs> the, the two. T- no, Iris, they were already on the, the gate. The first gate was on the floor. The second gate was on top of that one, so it was as tall. As David or taller, they learn to climb it like Spider Man and jump. <laughs> Jungle gym. Yeah. Yo, David and <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So thing. you do what you can, is what I'm saying. You know, when it comes to having multiple, and I'm going to skip to this question because I feel it, it, it goes together with this one, which is what are some things you heard? Nah, what is it? What is it? Hold on. What is one of the. What are some things that you feel people around you empathize or not with your struggles? And I feel like that's one of the things to me. I feel like people that don't have twins or triplets or quadruples or whatever, they can't comprehend certain things. The struggle. Or if your kids are active versus you not having active my three kids are very active and the fact that i have to hear people saying that to me pisses me off i may not show it you're you got your hands full i hate that oh wow they're so active don't you think i know that (laughs) i don't you don't need to tell me that i know you know what i'm saying (laughs) but you have to kind of like bite your tongue because you don't want to be you know, you don't want to be rude, rude, but it's like you're being rude because you're labeling my child. I think, I right. think, I think, um, I think a lot of times people say it, but I don't think they say it to to hurt you. Of course not. You know, you know, I I, I feel like especially with Dominicans, you know, we're all very used to just being outspoken and giving our opinions. So I I think it's also cultural. You know, like I, I never really got offended. Again, my kids are also very extremely active. 
I never felt uncomfortable with people just telling me, oh, your kids are very active. What did bother me was um, when people acted like like it was something out of this world. Like active kids are, are normal. It's a normal thing. You know, girls might be a little more, you know, relaxed or whatever. No, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I mean, it, it, yours are different because yours are twins. Right. You know, but because that you have that boy and that girl, you have that combination. But I'm talking just in general. Girls are, girls would sit and watch TV. My kids never sat for more than two seconds to watch TV, which caused me opposite. to not want to visit anyone. Yeah, not so, because see, of, mine are opposite. Not because of the My comments. Girl. You know, I don't, I don't care about the comments. It's just if if you're close to someone, and you have you have kids, and and let's say it's it's a friend of yours that you've been friends with for a long time. I feel like they need to just because they love you and they they appreciate your friendship. I feel like they should be a little more accepting. Of, of you or part of you or your kids, you yeah. know, and I was never one to when Elijah had Iris when Iris had Elijah um, you know, again, he was very active she used to come visit me, he used to do this, do that, and Iris used to get so frazzled, I used to be like, Iris, you know, he's a kid, it's fine, it's, it's just it's just you know, like, I remember one time he broke something that was on the stairs and she wanted to go crazy. And and I made sure to tell her, you know what, it's not a big deal. It's not like it's one of those $10,000, you know, whatever, bosses or whatever. But I had to make sure to tell her, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. He's a kid. It's okay. But you're so used to, like, for example, my upbringing. I would be the girl that would just sit there and my mom would just have to give me the look. The look don't work with my daughter. Oh, same. She will look at me. She'll give me the look right back. <laughs> or tell me something right back. Like, like, I don't like you. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't like you. Like, who in their right minds would tell our parents, I don't like you? Right. Um, or, <laughs> yeah, like, no, but... tell them, or like, oh, can you do this? But why? Because I said, but I don't want to. <laughs> Excuse me? what <laughs> and that's why I said my girl is the opposite my son will sit and be more still she is all over the place she don't sit still really? she just, yeah she'll do backflips tell you everybody's every sing. child is different right I think mm-hmm. that for me it yes. wasn't the, the 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 comments of people saying your child is active it's the reaction the reaction of, yeah because let's say a lot of these people either don't have kids or have kids that are not active and they act like right. it's it's What's out of this dimension that your child is active. Right. right. Yeah. You know I'm saying that's what I'm saying because that makes you feel like uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. You know, and now yeah. now at me that I have two more that are active because Elijah's not as active anymore because he's older, you know, but right. the twins are very active. You know what I'm saying? And now it's twins too. <laughs> so yeah. imagine I don't I never wanted to visit anybody. The same as Iris. Right. Mm-hmm. Even with Elijah, I didn't visit didn't like visiting people because I know I and if and I and I still say it till this day. 
if I have to go somewhere to be on top of my kids, I am not going. I'm sorry, I'm not going because I'm not gonna have a good time. It's it's, just, it's I'm gonna be stressed. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my frustration out on my kids, and it's just not worth mm-hmm. it. I just rather be home where my kids can run free and do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So well, that was that was one of the reasons why I really you know that I would never visit anyone. I just I felt the same way, you know, and and I felt like. Like if if it got to the point where people felt uncomfortable, it hurts because you're their mom mm, exactly. and you don't want to be there. Right. Um, what are some of the challenges you face with your twins on a day to day basis? I'm gonna say one because I've been dying to do this podcast just to talk about this. Every time I go out with my twins, right by myself. My twins are three and I'm on my way home. And let's say I went to the supermarket, I went wherever, and my twins fall asleep. It is so frustrating. First mm-hmm. of all, you got to get your twins out of the car. Right. And then everything else. No, no. How are you? And then you're trying to carry both your twins inside your house with your key. Your key falls. Now you're dropping <laughs> one of your children. And the other one is sliding down. <laughs> and you don't want to wake them up. But your arms, your arms are can only take so much. But you got to get the key. <laughs> you don't know how many times. Yo, so many times this happens to me. And I just look up to the sky and I'm just like, Lord. So just to add a little bit to that, my kids, they had an infatuation with removing their socks every time I sat them in their, on their car seat. So even if I was just going to the supermarket. Oh, I'm having the, to put on their shoes oh again. My God, by, the time, by the time I got there, none of them had shoes. So that's four Frustrating. shoes to put on. Can you imagine? Yes. That? Yes. Also, when, when they were really small. It's the time that the girls and I, you know, meaning Nyris, Jesse, everybody, we used to get together a lot. We used to hang out a lot. Um, but I think that for, for all of my friends, again, you know, they weren't in my shoes. They didn't know what it was to have twins. Everybody had kids, but it was like, you know, uh, uh, different ages. Um, so I, I've never really felt comfortable with leaving my kids with, with anyone. Uh, my mom right. lives in New York. She lives on a fifth floor, no elevator. Um, so every time we would go out, I would grab my two kids with these two heavy car seats, go up the stairs. Uh, Plus, I had a little a little puppy who I couldn't leave home by himself. So I used to carry the two car seats, the baby bag, and my dog up five flights. Me Just me. because I didn't want to, I, I guess I didn't want to deal with the pressure of everyone um, telling me that, that I was getting old, that I wasn't going now, that I wasn't this, you know, but I think I, I go back now and at my age, I feel like if that would happen now, it would be so much easier to just be like, you know what, guys, I'm not going, I'm not going to do it. Yep. Yep. You know, and I do it too. Of course. Of course I do. It was, it was really hard. It was, it was, there was moments where I didn't want to go, but just so that my friends didn't get mad at me for not going, I would just go. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel right. like that's one of the things that if I could go back, I would change. Because mm-hmm. also I felt so bad just leaving my little my little newborn babies, you know, just to go hang out. And it sucks to to hear that because it's like as friends, that's not that's not even what you're trying to Of course. You not. know what and I'm saying? I know you guys didn't Of course, didn't, I know, you know, you, know wanted but... to, you wanted to you wanted me to be there with you and enjoy the nights and enjoy the times, but again, that's a side just... we didn't see. Exactly. Yeah, I know. You know, and, it's and it's I, tough I, because I go through it too. I go through it even when my sister has invited me. It's like, no, I don't want to go. So if, and, and you know, she'll invite me. I think I've told you this. I, I've said this before. She'll invite me to people's houses like you know get togethers and and it's adults and I have my twins and I'm like um it's a house it's like a house get together kind of thing you know drinking whatever I'm like Mm -hmm. no I'm not going and you know it's not that I'm boring it's not that yeah and I just say no I'm not going I don't care at this point in my life I don't care I'm like I'm not going first of all my twins are very active Second of all, I'm not going to have a good time. Third of all, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. So I'd rather just not go. Or your kids. Exactly. Of course. You know, sit here. No, 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 no. Listen, right? After I had my twins and I'm in a better place mentally, I can easily say no. And I don't have a problem. Oh, absolutely. No. Same here. No, sorry. And I think that comes with age. It comes with experiences. It comes with maturity. And again, I, I wish that was one of the things that if I could go back in time, that's one of the things that I would change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, be be a little stronger in, in, in what I felt or be a little more expressive. Like, no, listen, I can't. My babies are, are too little. I, I, I don't want to put them through that, you know, but it is what it is. And, and, and it just makes you grow stronger. You live and you learn. Yeah. Yep. A lot of things that you you um realize another thing that i wanted to say was um supermarkets really need to come up with a system for moms that have strollers when your children fall asleep and you have to go to the supermarket and you have a stroller there's nothing for you to attach anywhere and you don't have three hands so you need my stroller i have to push it with two hands and how am i gonna hold the carrito, the shopping cart. It's very frustrating. You know what I mean? These are the things that people don't understand. No. And then when you have a face or you have an attitude or you're in a bad mood, this is what the hell I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. So, see, I had, I don't know what kind of strollers you guys had, but I had, I, at first I started when they were in their car seats, I had the front and back. So it was super long. The city So it was like driving a limo. And then after that, then I transitioned to the side to side, which was, it was a jogging, a jogging stroller. Yeah. So it was on the lighter side, but it was super frustrating because after they got into a certain weight, going to the supermarket and obviously, as you said, you can't, you can't, I'm, I, I, I never attempted to do the stroller and the cart. So what I would do is whatever fit underneath them is what I bought. Yep. Y si no cabía, I can't buy it. And then I guess I'm going to have to make another trip. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, Nyris, I go everywhere with my kids. I do everything revolving with my kids. Like, 
my birthday party is on Friday and I on, on Saturday and it's like oh is it just an adult nope because I got my kids and I ain't got nowhere to take them so I can't do nothing mm-hmm. but it's just like if I couldn't if I had to do it with the kids and if it didn't fit then I didn't do it and it's just and I remember the first time I made it to Walmart by myself I was like I have made it outside of the house I had a stroller on where like you sit and then the other stroller on the inside I'm like I don't know where I'm fitting groceries, but I know that I made it out with both of them. <laughs> so, and that was such a struggle. And still to this day, because they're five and now we want to run around and going to Walmart is hell. And the buckles on that stupid, long, stupid stroller don't ever work at Walmart. So then I can't buckle them down in there. And then my daughter wants to run off. So just going to the stores with them is still hell. It still is because everybody wants to run around and explore. And it's horrible. So um, I remember when the kids were really little, I, I, I think I did, what was it called? You know, when they bring the food to your house, a pea pod. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I started with that. And now what I've been doing for like a year and a half, it's it's an app called Instacart. It is a little more expensive than you going to the store. But you know how much frustrations and time it saves me? Yep. And everybody's like, it's oh, so you know, because you're rich. It's, you know, it's $2 more. And I'm like, listen, the $6 extra that I'm paying, I I, I see it as I'm paying to have less for your sanity. <laughs> and it's the, the $6 that I pay the happiest. So I need, I need anything. I need, let's say I need cereal for the kids. It's brought to my front door. And I don't have to touch a supermarket. Yeah, I wish yeah. I would have been around when I had them because it would have oh saved a lot of frustration. Oh my god! Right. Especially I used to go to BJ's a lot, you know, to buy the diapers and stuff like that. And thankfully, BJ's has those two double strolls. The double, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it was really the only place I could go to. <laughs> I think all supermarkets should really, yeah. really invest in that. <laughs> Because, and like, I honestly found myself saying that a lot. I'm like, why? If it's not BJ's, it's Sam's. And they have the side by side. So it's just like, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to worry about, okay, who's going to sit on the inside and who's going to sit on the outside? You don't have to worry about that. You know that you can go grocery shopping and you can bring both your kids with you and not have to worry about it. But there's... (sighs) These are the things people don't understand. Right. <laughs> when you tell people okay, you know, having twins is not the same as having um two children or as having a child a, a germ what is it Irish twins or whatever it Irish, is Irish twins. it's not the same right. I'm sorry it's just not I'm not trying to sound rude but it's it's not it's really not the same because two at the same exact time that you're doing two exact at the same thing at the same time it's not the same when you have a child that was born first that's already months ahead than the one that you're having mm-hmm. you know and um it's just it's it's, it's hard um do twins fight <laughs> Hi, yes, me. So, yes. All the time. It's safe to say our twins fight all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. God forbid. Even if God you buy forbid. the exact same thing. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my God. 
oh my god, now that you mentioned that, if I go somewhere, I gotta make sure that I get two. Of course. Because if I just bring one for one, I'm gonna have a problem when I come home. Mm-hmm. I never bring like, one. Oh, I have to bring three. Oh, yeah. Well, see, get three. three. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's just like, if I, like, even when I've brought one to the urgent care, I gotta make sure that if they give one a toy, I gotta bring another one for the other one. Mm-hmm. Because if not, it's gonna be a problem. Yep. It's, it's, it's. Okay. Go ahead. So I, so I, I have a little bit of a dilemma with with the kids. Uh, over Christmas, no, like right before Christmas, one got sick, one got the flu, um, and now the other one doesn't want to go to school because the other one got sick. What would you guys do in that situation? Are they are they back in school now or no? They're back in school now. Yeah, but they both missed like five days of school and they even called the, they had to report it to the board of education, but he was, but they were both sick. sick. No, I mean, one was sick, then he got better. And then the other one got sick. That's so hard because that that's the other problem with twins. Like if one gets it, you know, it's coming for the other one. Right. That, but I'm saying like, like, what do you do? Do you, do you send the one that's okay? For now to school yes I have I, have. I just feel so horrible like having my one child in school and then one here yes I feel like and separate I don't know separation anxiety and I I know exactly where you're coming from because I've had to deal with this and it's funny because I don't know if I've told Nyrus about this I've had issues with my son he doesn't like the school that he's in he doesn't want to go to school while my daughter, on the other hand, is her mother's daughter, and she's Miss Social Butterfly and likes talking to everybody. So, but I've had those issues where if, let's say, Ariana's sick, Javion wants to stay home too, because Ariana's home. Right. But my mom was just like, my mom instilled this into me. She's like, you gotta, even though they, yes, they were in your womb together, and yes, they're the together all the time, know. but you got to teach them that they're two different people. It's and that eventually Trump's, it's hard. It's horrible. Yes, it's hard. it is hard because I've been there. But sometimes it, you, you just, yes, you, I've done, I've it, had to send one and keep the other. And I don't mean to sound crazy, but it's just, it's, it's such a weird thought and feeling. It's, it's almost as if I feel like, even though they're in separate classes, like they just look out for each other. And I feel like if one is not there, then the other one is like going to be out of his element. I don't know if that sounds crazy or weird, but no, because I've called and checked. I'm like, how's she doing that? Or how's he doing? Because his sister's not there. Yeah. And, or, yes. <laughs> so weird. Like, is she okay? Like, even though they're not even in the same classroom because they separated them, yeah. because my son would get in trouble for. Sticking up for his sister, oh. like, oh, like he would push kids off the swing because my <laughs> sister wants to go on the swing. <laughs> it's just like I get it because we've told him you gotta protect mm-hmm. and take care of your sister, but he's taking it to that whole other level. Like that's too much responsibility for him. Yeah, it's too yes, much resp- yeah. So yes, it, it's a problem because I understand. Like I said, through that um that app, the class dojo. I constantly oh, I would be texting the teacher, how's he doing because his sister's not home? Or how's she doing because her sister's not there? Yes, right? it's normal. It's so weird. Yeah. 
It's yeah. hard. I had to, I had to, um, I think it was Isaiah was sick and I kept him home and I was like, you know what? I wasn't going to send Easton and I was like, you know what? Let me take him in because I wanted to see how, you know, this is the first time I'm going to separate them like that. Yeah. And he was fine, but it was like the most weirdest. No, thing no. Like it was weird. But when I went to pick him up with Isaiah the joy this kid had in his face when he saw yeah. his brother. Oh, my God. I was just like, yo. Like, I miss you. Yeah, he's like, he screamed when he saw his brother mm-hmm. and he ran to him. Yeah. So that's when I was like, it's true. What they say, like, twins definitely have a unique bond. Yes. Yes. And it's sometimes it... it I'm just like, I can't even believe it because I'm like, yo, I don't have a twin. So obviously I don't understand it. But now that I have twin kids, I see it. Right. And I'm like, wow, their bond is crazy. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I've I've separated them. I think it's I think it's good because it builds their character. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, only because they're not always going to be together. You know what I'm saying? Right. And... I feel like as much as I want them together, I also want them to know how to be individuals. Right. You know, so, but it's hard. Is. It's hard. At the end of the day, it's hard. Um, do, you, do your twins have different personalities? Oh, my God, yes. Iris. I was just thinking about that. Yes. I, I was just literally going to say it's crazy how these two, you know, people that look the same are so different. Because you have identical twins, mm-hmm. but they're very different. Like, I know your twins since you were pregnant, and they're very different. Very, very different. So are mine. Mine are very, very different, too. Yeah, it's it's like it's like one has my personality, and the other one has John's personality, but, but they both have something from both, from each of us. Yep. Right. Yep. It's, yes. it's so crazy. Yeah, and as that's you so saw, funny I that said, you guys understood what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I say twin moms or or multiple moms of multiples are in another dimension. It's like we can finish each other's sentences because we. Yeah, <laughs> because so it's funny. funny. Like you heard me say, my daughter is my child. <laughs> my daughter is my child. Like I'm very social, very butterfly. My son is more reserved. He is more quiet. But then again, he has things that are me. Like, he is a perfectionist to the T. And if you say something, or even if his sister says something wrong, that's not the way that you say it. That's not the way that it goes. That's not what that is. And he, like, it's a, like he's just a perfectionist. And that's me. And it's just because that was the way my mom brought me up to, if you don't do things the right the first time, don't do them at all that's just the way that I am and it's just and I I and and that's my son while my daughter is very carefree you know and it's just like oh yeah whatever and she cares less about school while my son is all about he's all about dinosaurs he's all about I this last night he went to sleep with books and I brought my books to school and his sister I can't even get her to write her name and she's five because she refuses <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely, totally different. Definitely it's different, different people. They're yeah. very different. They're very, very different, yet they're the same. Like right. when people ask me, oh, so who's who's more um 
uh, who's more hold on? Like who's who's yeah, who gives, who you, the gives you the time? hardest time? And I'm just like, right. listen, today it's him, tomorrow it's him. Exactly. Right. They take turns. It, 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 there's there's yes. not one that I'm like. Yes, there's one that has more of a serious personality than the other. Yes. yes. And 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 like Isaiah, he's not as welcoming right away as Easton. Easton is like his dad. He's very. He's like you, Vivian. Very hi, hi, hi to everybody. Right. Isaiah is more like right. he's more like me. Like he checks you out mm-hmm. first. <laughs> That's my son. He'll size you up. <laughs> Real quick. Zaya wants to get to know you before doing all of that. Like, (laughs) but he's so sweet. Once, once, once he 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 knows knows you, you, he's like all over you, you know. And then they're both very sweet. So, I I I feel like they're twins, but they're very different. They're individuals. And another Mm -hmm. thing that I was I was gonna say was, and you mentioned this earlier, Vivian, that. I didn't, before I had twins, I always used to hear like, oh my God, when one poops, the other one poops. And I just used to think people just used to say that. And now that I have them, I'm like, <laughs> if one is poop, the other one is poop or it's like pooping. Like seconds later. Yes. For sure. Yes. For it, every Literally. single time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every single time. And like, not one of them started walking. Two days later, the other one started walking. One of them started crawling. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They it's just follow crazy. each other's tracks. It's nuts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do- um, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Iris. No, no, no. Ask your question. I was gonna say for you because you have identical twins. Did did you or do you ever confuse your kids? Of course. <laughs> I was always obsessed with that. Like, how do you know? <laughs> like, that was my thing. Like, if you so meet her twins, twins let me tell you something. If you met Iris's twins, you probably would not be able to tell them apart. I've been able to tell them apart since they were born. But there's people that are like, how can you tell them apart? And I'm like, they're different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're di- like one one was always bigger than the other. The You know, one has a rounder face. Mm-hmm. Just the shape of, 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 of the eyes, I feel like. One of them is more serious. Yeah. That one of afraid. them, one of them is Easton, the other one is Isaiah. That's how, like, they're for mm-hmm. sure similar in that way. Yeah. I definitely yeah. still confuse my twins, especially if they're like, if I'm facing giving, they're giving me their back. But, exactly. I have to like look at them in the side, like, okay. Me too. But I think and then it's funny because they'll be like, because they'll be like, I'm Gian. Why did you call me Jess? I'm like, because I got confused. I don't know. <laughs> You guys look the same. <laughs> <laughs> then they get mad at you. They get mad. <laughs> and the teachers, the teachers is so funny because when I went to um, parent teacher conference, um, I go to one, you know, like uh, I think it was Jean's teacher. And she's like, oh, no, you know, because when I see them in the hallway, their classrooms are like right next to each other. I see them in the hallway and then I see him like walking because he might be coming to the ba- from the bathroom. And I tell him to come and make the line. Where's he going? <laughs> then he tells him, oh, but I'm Jean. And then the other one tells me the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> they did that to me. Good. You know that everybody, th- this is my next question. Like, what is some of the most annoying questions people ask you about your twins? Like, people ask me, 
are they are they identical? And I'm like, no. And they're like, are you sure? Uh, I think Excuse so. Excuse me. <laughs> I think so. And like, I, I, yeah, that's like, that's that's one thing. Like, I've gotten asked that question. It's like, are you stupid? I have a boy and a girl. How are they gonna be identical, you moron? <laughs> and then on top of that, like, oh, that whole like you said, Nyrus earlier, like, oh, so who gives you the hardest time? Like what the heck are you talking about just like whatever they're my kids and it's just like I I honestly think sometimes people don't think like I know probably a lot of people it's because they're mesmerized by the fact that oh you got two kids at the mm-hmm, same time. Mm-hmm. or when I get asked like oh or when I tell somebody that they are twins because yes my son is bigger they're like are you sure I'm like dude um they both came out of my body at the same time yes they're twins <laughs> yes he's bigger but actually, he's the, the baby of the both because she's older by a minute. So, hello. Yeah. Or well, what about this question? The question of the year is always, are they twins? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I, saw, I saw this meme. I saw this meme that I was going to post. And it said, when people ask you, are they twins? Your response should be like, no, I found them in the supermarket. Buy one, get one free. And I decided to take them home. <laughs> right. Right. I've seen that too. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to start telling people because, or when my twins had long hair, it was like, all oh, the girls. And I'm like, no, they're boys. And they're like, oh, you sure? Like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do I, like, do I got to be inappropriate? Do I gotta... <laughs> How are you not sure if your twins are boys? <laughs> That's too funny. People are too much. You know, but it's like okay, like I get it. They have lot. They had long hair, but they're dressed like boys. Right. They don't look like boys. But like you girls. know, exactly. I mean, they don't look like girls. I'm sorry. They don't look like girls. They look like boys. <laughs> or or are you the mom? <laughs> I mean, I I I guess for me because you know I'm obviously darker than my twins. Right. But I mean, come on. I would never ask anybody that. People don't think. They really don't. Uh, I think people are just... And that's the other thing, because you know how Nyris, mine, my daughter's light like me, and my son is darker like his dad. So that's a lot, like, it's just I can't with people. And it's funny, because they were both born the same color. But at the hospital, he literally, like, changed colors on me. He turned bright red. My mom thought he was choking on milk. Starts yelling at me to stop feeding him. And he just changed. He changed colors. My twins don't look like me at all. At all. Elijah looks like me, but my twins. Elijah looks like you. Yeah, the big you one You think does. so? Yeah, I think the big one does. Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, people have told me that, that that Isaiah looks like me. I don't see it. But I feel like he, they look like David and his family, like his mom's side of the family. I don't feel like they look like me. As much as Elijah does. Um, that's funny, though, because that's like me. I've always, like, you can tell my son is my son. Like, the shape of his face is me. Like, he has features of him that you know are me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, like... I've never been able to be like, yeah, my daughter looks like, I can't tell you who I think my daughter looks like. She looks like you. You think so? I know. She She looks like you and her dad. She's a really good mix. Yeah, and that's what I say. Mm Because she's like literally down to her lips. Like her upper lip is her father's, but her bottom lip is mine. Like, and it's crazy how that can happen. 
like it's nuts. And but the shape of her face is her father's, but her skin is her skin color is mine. While my son has the shape of my face with his father's color. Like it's crazy. That's how you know that how jeans, how crazy jeans are. Yes, very much so. Um, do you guys want more children? I'm done. My tubes are done. <laughs> um, I thought I did, but no. No. No, me definitely not no no like nope when i got when i had my c-section as i told you guys i had help with them they were pregnancy number four for me and my ob literally as she has me on the table she literally stands up she goes are you sure you don't want any more before she cuts me up because you make good looking because i'm like lady did i not have an emotional situation like was this not hard enough i'm good and i had them October, I was 34, and I turned 35, like, three months after I had them. I'm like, this was stressful enough. You already know it's high risk. Beyond that, after that, no thank you. No, ma'am. Yeah. No. No thank you. Lot. Yes, a lot. I it's, it's, a, it's a lot to have. Um, once you have twins or multiples or more, I feel like it's it's a lot I, I definitely don't want anyone and I don't have a girl I, I have three boys like Iris has two boys and I'm I'm, I'm all set I'll smell one <laughs> I'll smell a baby but that's as close as I'm gonna get like I'm gonna enjoy my, my nieces sister. and nephews and that's it right exactly exactly my sister's having a baby and I tell her all the time that's gonna be the girl I never had yep yep what is part about having multiple children. Either one can answer. I think it's just the behavior it, it is my worst challenge. Just the 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 nonstop. Right, nonstop. Always active. Always. Always on the go. Yeah, like that's my worst part. I agree. I, I think also that. having to do two of everything. Replicating everything. Yeah. Like, I, I remember the pediatrician told me their pediatrician had twins, right? Obviously, they were adults already. But he's like, listen, I'm going to give you an advice. As tired as you may be, do everything together at once so that you always have a break. Yes. Because it's yes. just, it's going to be a lot. If you do one at a time, you're never going to rest. And that, I, I applied that too, because at the beginning, when I started to feed and all that, I would do one at a time. But I actually maneuvered to figure out, like, I actually have a picture of myself holding two bottles at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they both finish, then I will yeah. put one down, and then I would burp, and then pick up and burp. And it's just like, till this point, like, I'm telling you, I, they shower. We have two bathrooms in my house. They shower at the same time. We're going to yeah. do everything at the same time, because if not, I'm never going to stop. It's never mm-hmm. going to end. Same here. Even, even I remember now, watching Iris... Um... This is one of the things that I got from Iris because I used to watch her. She used to bathe her kids together, brush their teeth, get yes. them ready for bed together, yes. get see the leche together, yes. this and that together. So I did. I do the same exact thing yes. with my twins. Yes. And when she's like, when we've been together, like we both grab my twins, her twins, like we just stick all of them in. The- <laughs> yes. <laughs> we stick them all in the shower. Let's get it all out. Of get the it thing. over and done with. Yes. Yeah, because it's like it, it, it's. You all have the same thing anyway. <laughs> boom, 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 in and out, two minutes. See, I, I did I mean? that for a while until we started, because obviously I have the opposites. So then until we started to be like, 
it, it just got a little weird because like whatever a couple of times I'd go in they'd be like oh Jabin just spanked me and I'm like okay that's enough no more showering together really so, yes so then like, I mean the boys it gets it gets weird but I think our you know I I think what made it unweird for me and the kids was you know um especially like I I try to talk to them and and expose them because they're going to be exposed whether we want it or not whether we like it or not they're going to they're going to be exposed to things that we don't want them to be exposed to right you know not necessarily from us but from Others. the outside world yeah. mm-hmm. so you know like I I take a shower in front of them I know some people don't agree with that you know, I, I go to the bathroom, I sit, and they're like, mommy, but why do you have this? Or why do you have that? And I tell them, okay, so this is called this, and this is called that. I do and the same thing. I you know, took a I shower with like... my daughter for the first time on Friday. For the really? first time. Mm-hmm. I've done this oh, with no. Elijah since Elijah was a baby. And Elijah's, no, I... Elijah's nine. Yeah, no, and I go and I, and I sit in the tub with them. And now they, now it got to the point where they don't ask me anymore because now they know. It's natural. It's not yeah. going to be a shocker. I told Eli, I said, listen, because obviously now Elijah's nine, he understands and he knows because I've always told him. So I said, the day that you are ever old enough and you see another female, you know, without clothes, it's not going to be like, oh, what is that? you're going to know what it is because you've seen it your whole right. life. You right. know what I'm saying? And any questions you have, you can ask me. Mm-hmm. So I do the same thing with my twins. I don't, I don't, I take showers with them. I, you know. Yeah, some people don't, you know. No, no, everybody's, hey, everybody's different. Everybody's way is different and, and it is what it is. I know what works for me and my family and what we're yeah. comfortable with. So if you guys um, can give one advice to a future parent of multiples, what would it be? Do everything at the same time. That would be the number one thing for me, for sure. Yep. For sure. Just to save uh, yourself the sanity and the time. I, I think what I would like to say would be as, as hard as it is, and, and trust me, no one understands more than we do, try to take at least one moment, at least at least five, ten minutes out of, out of the whole day and try to enjoy, try to enjoy them because it's such a beautiful thing, but we're so consumed with the being tired and the being overwhelmed that we don't get to enjoy that beauty. I'm one of those parents. Me too. You know, and, and, and obviously there's a lot of things that I look back that I wish I could change. Um, but, but yeah, that just, uh, Take at least, even if it's not a full day of, of enjoyment, just take five, ten minutes and, and enjoy having those two little beauties just looking at you and, and, and just looking up to you, just, just feeling like you're their God, because yep. that's really what, the, what it is. I, I, I couldn't, I would have to agree with you guys. I feel like for me, since I um, um, dealt with postpartum depression, for so long I feel like I didn't embrace mm-hmm. my my blessing because at the end of the day it's a blessing it you is. know mm-hmm. and I don't think that I enjoyed them I even didn't. though even though I thank God every single day for my children right. I Same didn't here. enjoy them as much as I would have wanted to 
And now, mm-hmm. once I became healthier mentally, like now, I'm always yeah. constantly like just looking at them and enjoying them and just, you know, because at the end of the day, they're not always going to be this little. They're not always going right. to be on top of us, you know? So I try to enjoy them as much as I can because I know it's going to be hard, you know? Brace yourself. My advice would be brace yourself because nothing is going to prepare you for having twins. No. There's nothing that we can tell you that's going to be like, okay, I mean, it might help you with certain things, but everybody's everybody's situation is going to be different. Right. And just try to, like Iris said, try to enjoy it, you know? And if you are going through depression or stress and overwhelmed ask for help don't be afraid to ask for help because it's very hard yep very hard i want to say thank you so much to my guest vivian and iris for joining me for agreeing to do this and for sharing their story and for being transparent and allowing the listeners to um, learn from their experiences and hear their experiences. And um, I'm, I'm really grateful and thankful that you guys joined me. And it made me feel so good that you guys didn't know each other, but we connected because we all can relate because we all have twins. So thank you so much for having joined me. Um, it was it was a great conversation. So that was the end of my podcast, um, multiples and more. I think that it was long, but I feel like it was it was good because I felt like like-minded individuals share similar experiences and as you can see we our dimension is so similar that we connect in ways and and you know the guests don't know each other but yet they have experienced similar things and can relate in a level that parents with multiples would always relate so I feel like this this um episode although it may not apply to everyone I feel like it's important to have touched on it to have talked about it to have shared it because there's plenty of of parents that have multiples and I know that they'll be able to connect and they'll be able to hear it and and smile and laugh or say yep definitely at one point or another so you know again um my podcasts are meant to touch one person and every episode may not will not apply to everybody and that's okay because every every situation is not going to apply to you like like life but um as long as i could touch one person that is all that i'm trying to accomplish that is all that i'm trying to get from this and i hope that you guys enjoy it um I'm so grateful for my guests. Thank you again for joining me. I hope you guys enjoy. Please share. And um, 
I'll catch you on the flip side. I um wanted to Google a few things on multiples. And so basically, multiples is the culmination of one multiple pregnancy wherein the mother delivers two or more babies. If you are a parent that has twins, you can either have identical twins or fraternal. Identical twins result from the fertilization of a single egg that splits into two or more. Identical twins share all of their genes and are always the same sex. In contrast, fraternal twins, which is what I have, result from the fertilization of two separate eggs during the same pregnancy. Because, because fraternal twins are two separate fertilized eggs, they usually develop two separate amniotic sacs, placentas, and supporting structures. So the least common are identical triplets, which is three fetuses from one egg, um, or, quadruplet, or quadruplets are very rare and results when the original fertilized egg splits and then one of the resultant cells splits again. Or even more rarely, a further split occurs for like quadruplets. And the st statistics say multiples make up only about 3 in 100 births, but the multiple birth rate is rising. According to the National Center of Health Statistics, the twin birth rate has risen 70% since 1980 and is now... 32.6 per 1,000 life births. The birth rate for triplets and other higher order multiples rose dramatically as well. I think it's um, great to have these statistics because, you know, every case is different. So I thought I'd share that with you guys. Mm -hmm.